you tired of chasing perfection and always feeling like you fall short? There is a better way. Welcome to the Pop Coach Life with your host, Sharon Smaga, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. She's going to turn what you think you know on its head and help you discover a life filled with meaning and joy. So buckle up, Buttercup, because here comes Sharon. Good morning. This is Sharon Smaga, and this is Pop Coach Life, where we pursue purpose over perfection. I am coming to you from my walk-in closet in a tiny city near you. So, hey, y'all, it's good to talk to you. It's good to be back. Um, it's been a minute since I recorded, so I'm excited to get on here and uh, share some thoughts. And if you're looking at, if you're in wisdom right now, you're seeing the title of the talk, which is Life is Hard work with each other instead of against. And I just, this has just been kind of burning my butt a little, sorry for that expression, but it's just been uh, on my mind. I think that we talk about this a lot. We talk about working together. We talk about not backstabbing, understanding all of these things. And what I tend to see, or I feel like I see a lot, is just the opposite, where it tends to be a lot of talk. And maybe we just don't really understand some basic tenets of what that could look like and what we need to do for one another. So without further ado, uh, let me jump into some notes here that I've got with me, just some thoughts. <clears throat> one, and I want to just put this out there because I think we are struggling with this a lot, and it's a, a huge barrier. Working together does not require we always agree. Let me say that again. Working together does not always require we agree. In fact, in working together, um, working with each other, we will often find areas of agreement and disagreement. So if our relationships or our ability to get along or support each other hinge on having to agree, we're going to blow it up. We're just going to blow the whole thing up before we get anywhere, whether it's a common goal or a deeper intimate relationship, whether it's in a group setting, um, however you want to look at that, we've got to leave room for disagreement. So we can't actually learn to be empathetic and learn to connect in, in a genuine way that lets us help each other if we aren't willing to hear what somebody has to say that differs from what we think we believe. And we also don't grow. So there's that. So, but my big proposal is let's start working with each other instead of against each other. So instead of phrasing this as let's work together, I want to nail down. I don't typically um, like to word things in the negative, but I think we're not recognizing that what we tend to do, we talk about working with each other, but we often work against each other. And so what does that look like? I, I propose this, life is hard. There's a lot of challenges that come our way. There's a lot of things we can't control that we are struggling with. And if we are just scrambling, if I'm always just scrambling to be heard, if I'm always just scrambling to be understood, if I'm always just scrambling to sort of get my little piece of the cheese, um, then I can't come together with you. I'm never going to really work together with you to help. I'm not going to help you and I'm not going to get help from you. So this idea of working together, not against each other, I want to walk arm in arm with you. I'm tired of this 
fighting each other to be heard and pushing back and um, walking into a conversation assuming we know best or that we have the most to say or we're the smartest person in the room. I may disagree with a lot of what some people have to say, but I want to understand them. I want to be able to walk with them because when the crap hits the fan, when life gets tough, I can't be smart and really alone, or I can have a group and a circle around me that works with me and that helps me, that helps lift me up, right? Or I can wind up being the smartest person in the room and always alone. And then when life gets tough, I don't have someone working with me and I want people to work with. I want to work with other people. I want people to feel supported. Life is tough. Things get hard. We all walk through experiences we didn't plan for. We didn't anticipate. Uh, I'm, I'm 53. I'll be 54 later this year. And if you're listening to this um, and you're not hitting that 5-0 landmark yet, um, let me just tell you what I experienced is when we hit about our late 40s, almost every person I knew said some version of this to me. This is not how I thought my life would turn out. So if you're struggling with that, um, struggle well and embrace that because, and if it helps to know that, none of us get there and have the life we thought it was going to be. It doesn't turn out exactly the way we thought. We are going to go through obstacles, experiences, things we didn't anticipate, and it's hard. So I want to stick together with other people. The way that we do this, we've got to be willing to disagree as I already started with, right? We've got to work with instead of against each other. We need to fight to understand instead of fighting to be understood. We do not have to change our minds to prove we understand, by the way. I can have compassion. I can hear you. I can understand you. I can take it in and I, and I still may not agree. So we're not, again, we're not going to go on this. We all have to get along and agree on everything to be able to stick together and help each other out. We have to avoid comparing. Um, I think probably a lot on this podcast, uh, I would, from what I can track so far, a lot of you that are listening are women. And, and let me speak into that for us as women, because I think women chronically compare. We are chronically measuring. We are chronically... Um, feeling like we don't measure up, that we don't have enough or we don't do enough. Um, I think a lot of you can connect with that. We need to avoid the comparison. We need to quit trying to also, um, if I feel like I'm not enough because I'm always comparing, then what I have to do, whether I mean to or not, is I have to find somebody who I think has done less than me so that I can feel better. So this is a huge trap that I really, really, really want you to be able to avoid. We can see one another, we can notice one another, we can appreciate one another, we can even admire one another, and we can share that. But as soon as it crosses over into this place that's about envy or jealousy, we're comparing in a negative way, and it's destructive to us, and it's destructive to the people that we wanna be closer to. And I wanna be able to look at you as people in my life and say, I think you're beautiful. I think you're so talented at this. I think I have a friend coming over later today that is much more comfortable with media and things of that nature that's going to come help me. And I like to be able to look at her and say, I really, really see your talents and I don't have them. And maybe I'll develop them with time over practice. 
but I just want to say thank you that you do and you're willing to share that with me. So that's the other thing that happens. If we're comparing, we aren't sharing. And I'm sorry that rhymes, but that's kind of funny. <laughs> so if you're comparing, you are not sharing. Comparison is about jealousy. It is not about generosity. We need to lift one another up. Another way to say that is we should be exhorting one another. So a little bit like I talked about the example with my friend and can say, I think you're really good at this and I'm so grateful for your talents and gifts. So we need to build one another up in terms of what we're good at, but we also need to get out of the negative comparison so that we can step in when somebody is struggling and say, I see that, I see you, I see your struggle, and I want to just be here for you in that. I can't fix it. I may not understand it all, but I can choose to lift you up in it. I can choose to stand in that gap with you or step into the, the burden with you for a, a time and help you with that. And again, that comes with honoring the gifts of others. So there's talents and there's gifts, and I don't want to get into all that, but choose. I can't encourage you enough. Choose to look at the people in your life, the people around you, and see what they're good at and how they're gifted and quit comparing or trying to compete. So that's the other piece. When we get into the jealousy and we aren't appreciating one another's gifts, we start to compete and maybe you can hide it and maybe it just stays in your head, but we compete. I do it. I'll, I'm going to own it. So I start to get into this spin in my head where I'm like, well, yeah, but okay, this, but that, and I'm starting to compare. And then I start to compete in my head. I hate it. I hate the way it feels. Um, I, I guess I'm glad that I catch it. I can catch it most of the time and redirect and correct that, but that's not a good feeling. We need to honor one another's gifts instead of expecting everybody to be like us um, or expecting that we would be better at everything than the people around us are in our lives. So don't compete, avoid competing, honor the gifts and avoid competing. I'm looking at my notes here. It's kind of funny because I'm getting so far out ahead of myself. I go to my next point and I'm like, oh, I already did that one. Um, so this needed to come out. <laughs> this needed to come out of my heart. We need to stamp out jealousy. Uh, it's pretty simple. Um, we just need to choose, I think, to not be jealous and to understand if I'm jealous in a moment, how do I tackle that? How do I understand where it's coming from and what can I do about it? I have learned that when I get that spark of jealousy and, and I don't know about you guys, but it kind of just boom, like it just snaps in my mind and I realize, Ooh, I feel jealous. Ooh, I don't like the way that feels. Ooh, why am I feeling that way? What I have discovered for me, most of the time it's going to come out of somebody is accomplishing something that I want to do or learn or do, you know, learn to do in my own life or try, but it's a challenge and I'm avoiding the challenge because I'm scared. Um, I'm just scared. I'm scared to take the risk. I'm scared. I'll be embarrassed. I'm scared. I'll make a fool of myself. I'm scared. I'll fail all the scared things, right? So you hear that common word there, right? So it's coming out of my insecurities, usually around things that I've wanted to try or wish I was doing and did not have the courage to do. So I can choose in that moment to be jealous of them, or I can say, wow, that is so cool. 
I need to deal with my insecurity. So there's just a thought on that. I'm sure there are other drivers. Think about what drives when you feel jealous. Be willing to stop, examine it, be honest with yourself, and then kind of figure out what you need to do about it. Because jealousy will always rot things from the inside out. There is no place where jealousy is healthy. There's no place where it is helpful. It destroys. So I cannot encourage you enough to be honest with yourself when you're experiencing jealousy to deal with that stamp it out, get rid of it, get it out of the way. It's a barrier. It's not a good thing. And I think we need to understand that the battle is often what I would call spiritual. It's not necessarily about the physical world. It's not necessarily about physical things or having stuff. This battle that we experience that's so hard for us to walk. If you think about the things in your life that have really kind of crushed your spirit at times or done harm, they're usually heart and mind, right? They're usually relational as a result of that as well. So heart, mind, relationship. So how do we understand that? How do we grab hold of that and let go of fighting a physical battle that's really about our heart, mind, and spirit and our relationships? I want to fight for the right things. I want to fight with you guys for the right things. I want to fight for my relationships. I don't want to fight against people I care about. I want to fight for things that are good and right and excellent and commendable. I don't want to go to battle with people. I want to love people. So I want to find a way to, to live in that in truth. And I want to lock elbows with you guys and fight because life is hard enough. Life is hard. Nobody told us that when we were young. Some of us may have grown up kind of understanding that intuitively. Um, and I'm not saying all of life is hard. There's a lot of joy. There's a lot of beauty. But until we learn to do battle with each other against the hard stuff really well, I would argue that it's very difficult to embrace and live in that beauty together. So there's just some thoughts on life is hard. Let's quit fighting against each other. Let's help each other. Let's fight elbow to elbow with each other. And we can do some of that if we um, work with instead of against, avoid comparing, embrace your gifts, exhort one another, honor the gifts of others, right? And, and I would say actually, brag about the gifts of others, share it with other people, say, hey, this person is brilliant at that, or this person is so kind and so patient, and let me tell you about this person I know. Um, so don't compete, stamp out jealousy, and understand that the battle is spiritual. It's not a physical battle. This is about our hearts, minds, and relationships. So I can't encourage you guys enough to think about this. I'm sure you have even more thoughts about it to add to this. My goal here is just to kind of get you thinking about it in your life in a way that I think can help. I hope it can help you. It's definitely helpful to me. Be honest with yourself and love other people well. So this has been Sharon Smaga with Pop Coach Life. I love you guys. Keep pursuing your purpose over perfection, and I will catch you next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Pop Coach Life podcast. To catch all her past shows, go to www.popcoach.life.